0: 1996 Damn if things ever changed around here Since writing you that last letter I've managed to fuck my life up To a point of almost no return I guess it all started a few months ago In the middle of April Julie and I had been invited to this party Zach And one of my new stepbrothers Was throwing to launch his new magazine The Bumpkin Trash The only reason we were really going was because we were both stoked on his friend, this beautiful boy from New York named Rhys. When we got there, the party hadn't started, and there were some guys standing in the back alley. We started talking to them, and decided to go in because they were friends of Rhys. Apparently the equipment hadn't shown up yet, so one of the guys offered to drive home and get his. Because nothing was happening, we asked Shaley and me to go with them. Having nothing else to do, we did. There were three of them. Mike, Trevor, and Steve. I had the original assumption that these boys were like all other ravers. Trevor was a DJ, and when he slipped in a CD, I was expecting some booming and nausea in techno. However, pop began to play the three of them started singing along. They were so funny. Julie and I were hysterics the whole time. It seemed too good to be true. Some funny, friendly, not-so-bad-looking guys who went to the same music as myself. Anyway, we got back to the party and it was really bad. After about a half hour, Trevor suggested that we drive down to Jericho and go to the beach. I was even getting a ride home. So I went down and hung out for a while. Steve was being really nice and offered me a sweater because I was cold. When we left, he asked for my helping. I wasn't really romantically inclined, but just wanted to meet some new people. A few days later he called, and after that we'd call every night. But I didn't get to see him again until that Thursday Things all kind of blurred together at that point. We saw each other in this weird sort of way. I found out he was dealing me and began getting a lot of it off him for free. It's a very good drug, my dear. I like it a lot. And up until about a week ago, I was doing it almost every second night. You can only really go back for a few weeks and I'll we'll try to fill you in. I guess I'll start from a few Saturdays ago. There was some party near my house that I told a bunch of people I'd go to. Steven stopped by earlier. And I'd gotten two caps that I'd planned on doing myself. I walked up to some year, and we met Brian and Damon and all those other gay teams. Ravina was supposed to show up, and as the E started to hit me, I eagerly awaited his arrival. When he finally did, we were all getting ready to leave. I decided to stay and give him half my cap, and he quickly put it up his nose. Because of this, and because it was pure, it hit him really quickly. We were so high. Suddenly, this beautiful boy began to spin. It was amazing, and I was fully into it. When he stopped, the party was just about down to the last couple of people all who lived there. Ravina and I decided it was time to go and went to talk to the DJ boy. It went very well, and I think he was genuinely impressed. He told us that he spun every Thursday at Double's Disco, and it was decided that we'd go. That Saturday, Nikki came over, and we had plans to go to some party at the World with Ravina. I was in a really bad mood. There was no more money in my bank machine, and neither Steve nor Trevor were home. I'd no drugs, and it was the first time in ages that I was really feeling the comedown of V. Ravina showed up late as usual, and we headed out. Him and his friend had already done some mask and were all fucked up. They offered me some, but I don't do that shit. Especially after I've been told it's been cut with heroin. So we get down to the club at about midnight and it's just starting. No one but a couple of lost drag queens from Seattle there. I decided I'd make Nikki come up to the pay on Grandpa and see if I could get hold of Steve one last time. When we got up there, there was no answer bus was coming and I just got home, not wanting to continue the night if I was going to be straight. I had to work the next day and knew that if I didn't do any eat, I would be exhausted and unable to function. So I came home and slept and spent a horribly grueling day at work. Saturday was a long day work. I decided that I would go home and get some sleep. This was all fine until Damon called and reminded me that I'd promised him and Brian that I'd meet them at Celebrities. It was true. So I headed down around 11. There's nothing worse than celebrities on a Saturday night. Bad music, bad people. It's like trying to dance to Z95.3 FM with that electric circus. One would expect Monica D'All to come prancing off the stage at any given moment. I left pretty early, at around midnight, with all the intentions of going home and falling asleep. But who should I run into on my way out? Steve. He somehow managed to coax me into going back to his place to smoke a joint. I ended up staying until about four and messing around with him. This wasn't that great. By this time, I was well over the gun, and having any sort of sexual relationship with him kind of grossed me out. Oh wow. And besides, he's so fucking gay. Funny. So we get getting the cab to come home. It's beginning to be light out and those fucking birds were chirping away. It's funny, in the daytime those birds are so nice, but when the sun is coming up and you're on your way home from the night and you know you have to be at work in a few hours, there's nothing more annoying. I always try to get home before it gets light out, but I hardly ever manage. It's especially hard in the summer when the nights are so short. The next few days were fairly uneventful, I think. On Thursday, Damon came over and spent the night. That was nice. I could dig him. The only weird thing is the fact he's Vanessa's older brother. He's younger than Steve though. Steve's like 24, Fucking looking sleaze. Speaking of Steve, he came over on Friday. I'd been out with Julie drinking at DVA, and for some reason I was super depressed when I got home. I needed some attention. I phoned him up and he drove over. I guess this is where I realized what sort of guy he really was. He dislocated his knee the day before and had caught an awful sunburn while relaxing on his balcony. When he got here, he was all trying to get me to feel sorry for him. For some reason, I didn't have much sympathy. We fought. We didn't make love. We didn't even have sex. We just fought. It wasn't very good. It was so good. I felt like stopping him in the middle and giving him a good shake. Wake up, buddy. We all know it's true. The next morning he was being all sweet again, but it made me sick to my stomach. I don't mind just fucking, but I don't like it when a guy feels all dominant and thinks he's taking advantage of you. That's what's cool about Damon. It's just a casual thing, no strings attached, but I don't feel like I'm boosting the guy's ego every time we spend the night together. Damn, I have testosterone. Saturday night, we Tasha was having some party at her warehouse to raise money for the Moss Gallery. Colin had been to my work earlier on in the day, and had told me I was on the guest list. I went down at around midnight with Ravina and two other girls. It was really good, but they weren't into it. It was a little too British for their liking. So we went to celebrities, and I only ended up staying for about a half hour before heading back to Tasha's. When I got back there, we should be sitting on the couch, but Steve and Trevor—they were all high and dragged me over. Trevor and I split a cap, and the band, stopped the band started. The band they were super, and I loved the crowd. I actually knew more people than Steve did, and I think he was kind of amazed. Damn, am I ever bad? The whole reason Saturday Night Rock was because I got to show that bastard who he thought I was fucking with. I showed him that I really didn't care what he did. I was high, feeling good, and super secure. I met a lot of really cool people who mingled about as Steve and Trevor sat on their couch. At around four, I got in a cab and went home. It was good. One day, I ran into Steve and Robson. He was with a bunch of friends and came up to talk to me. How weird, he said. I was just talking about you. Sure, buddy. Anyway, I was pretty rude to him and made it clear that I had other things to do met up with Chad outside the club later on so we wouldn't have to pay cover and then I kind of ditched him once inside. Everyone but Brian and me went to sit on the stage. We went over to the bar and started doing tequila shooters. DeAndre was working so it didn't cost much. I was getting drunker and drunker. Suddenly, I turned around and who should I see but bad news, Steve. Once again, he was sitting on a couch doing nothing. I stumbled over and introduced him to Brian. Right after we left, he went running over to Trevor and some other guys and started whispering. They all looked over and I did not give a fuck. Stupid losers. The next morning I didn't feel so hot. In fact, I was more hungover than I've ever been. Usually I don't feel a thing. So I had a rough day, and here I am, typing it all out to you, dear. And you most likely do not give a shit about anything I say. I'm not sure why all this self-destructive behavior recently. Ecstasy makes me feel good. It's just so much easier to deal with things with. a Pretty lame reason, I know, but I just don't care anymore. I haven't done it for a few days though, and I feel fine, reasonably at least. It is a better drug than any others I've tried. It gives you the confidence and happiness of cope without the shitty coming out. So that's my life. I have no idea where I'm going. During this whole time, I've also been doing modeling, and I really like it. I don't get paid, but I get free haircuts and photos to be able to make money off my books. Horrible, huh? Prostituting myself in front of the camera like that. But am I worth anything else? All I have to do is read back on what I've just described and it all makes sense. I care for no one but myself. Writing this also seems silly as I realize just what I'm saying. I don't think I'm stupid. In fact, I think I'm pretty smart. I can get what I want and I know how to manipulate people. All the aspects of a strong person. I guess this all sounds pretty fucked, and I should stop now. I hope I do make something of myself. My time is running out.